Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one socially-minded page of Talmud every day. And our guest today is one of my absolute favorites, Rabbi Shira Stutman, senior rabbi in the legendary Sixth and I Shul in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rabbi Stutman. Hey, Leo. Thanks so much for having me on today. An absolute pleasure. And you have your work cut out for you because I would like for you to meditate and to explain a concept that appears right in the beginning of today's page. We learn from the Talmud that if there is a certain melacha, a certain labor, that one person alone cannot complete, and as a result, two people undertake that task, even if that labor is prohibited to perform on Shabbat, if two people did it together, none of them are liable for violating Shabbat. One person had done it, that person would have been liable. Two people not liable, which I think is a very interesting way that Talmud has of saying to us that there are some human labors that are virtually impossible to carry out alone, and that when we carry out tasks together, we develop a sense of responsibility for one another that is deep and transcendent. And it seems to me that in, in a time like these weeks in which we are thinking long and hard and taking action about social change and about freedom and about justice and equality, that is a particularly profound insight. And, and I was wondering if you could delve into it. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Wow. I do want to say as I begin, because I think this is like the rabbinic part of me, it feels I have to say this, that I have not studied this daf very deeply. So I'm just taking what you say at face value, and I'm going to riff on that. But I think this idea that sort of there are certain um, actions that if two people do them together, the fact that they're doing it together sort of transcends any sort of problems with doing these actions on Shabbat. It's incredibly powerful, especially as we think about Shabbat as a taste of the world to come, right? So like what we're trying to do on Shabbat is actually ceasing from the work of the week. And so if the work of the week is, especially in America in the 21st century, is super individualistic, me, 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 then like what happens on Shabbat is a little bit closer to sort of, you know, the, the, uh, the ideal world or the world that God wants from us. And, you know, this is a moment where I was teaching this morning, actually, and, you know, I just like I find that I found myself getting very like sort of teary because I actually am incredibly optimistic about this moment that we're in right now, as, as odd as that may sound to some of us. And I'm speaking specifically about the protests, the uprisings that are happening in so many of our cities and towns. So the unconscionable murders of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and Ahmed Arbery and, and, and too many others. You know, and as I attended some of these protests this week, I have to say that I was there not during some of the moments of violence. But what I was able to witness among the people who were at the protest was a tremendous and beautiful amount of abundance and togetherness. This morning when I was teaching, I called it, it's like, I imagined it was like what a Grateful Dead concert was like 40 years ago or a fish concert, like, you know, 20 years ago, but like much more diverse, thank God. And just like there were people who were giving out masks and there were people who were giving out Purell and giving out food and drink and milk. And, you know, even at the same time as they were doing, doing something that technically on the books was forbidden, sort of being in places they shouldn't have been at times they shouldn't have been there. The people doing it together, the sum was truly greater than its parts. And it really did feel like we actually could bend the arc a little bit in our world at this moment, you know? And so I can understand how two people doing something together could really 
you know, be a time when sort of the rabbis would like sort of look away in terms of whatever punishment they otherwise would have had. Well, I love that because I think what today's page, and no need to apologize for not studying it in depth, it is, um, as so many pages in Tractate Shabbat, a very sort of intricate and legalistic page. But like I think all the greatest pages of Talmud, it actually contains within these kind of dry edicts contains, I think, two big ideas. You know, the first being that there are undertakings that no one person could simply take over, that there are things that we need to do socially in this world that are for crowds, for communities of people to come together. And the second one uh, is that once you do it together, whereas a single person does have, as you said, liability and responsibility, and, and these actions that you described are currently against uh, regulations and laws, and whereas one person certainly have the individual responsibility to that, when you have a group of people engaged in an action that seeks to bring about real and sustainable change, that responsibility is is different. Yeah, I think it's true. And it's really, you know, one of the one of the ongoing sort of machloket l'shem shemay is, you know, conversations for the sake of heaven that we have at Shemayim is like, how much of our activism work do we want to be about sort of like burning it all down? I guess it's not a great way to use that phrase, but how much of this of our activism do we really want it to be about just like radical change right now, which is something that I personally think we need? And how much of our work do we want to be about talking across difference? You know, and really the sort of, and that which takes much longer, it's much deeper, and it's in a way it's incredibly difficult work to do. And, you know, this little piece of Talmud might sort of, be instructive to us about like, you know, just making sure that as much energy as we put into doing radical change as much as possible right now, we also should continue to put energy into like sort of being with the other, seeing the other, doing the hard work of talking to the person who is not like us, who disagrees with us, and that that too can help, you know, create the world that we want to create. Amen to that. Rabbi Shira Stutman, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Thanks, Liel. I hope we get to do it again. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.